Hello, and welcome to the Zondits Energy Podlet. I'm Gita. And I'm Elihu. And thanks for joining us for Season 1. So on this episode, we're narrowing in on a really specific issue that we've been working on in our office, and that is compost. So compost used to be a suburban pastime, but increasingly those of us in big cities like New York um, have really been getting into it. Well, none of us in our office have elaborate gardens or high demand for the fertilizer product that comes from composting. Compost is still really important to us. It's it's important because our city, uh, composting means that our city produces less trash. Um, and sends less to the landfill, which also means that that compost doesn't turn into methane emissions from those landfills, so that's great. It also saves the city a bunch of money because they have to haul less to landfills, which are often really expensive and maybe located like in Delaware or <laughs> somewhere Wherever. really far away. Um, and, and then on top of that, it, the end product is fertilizer that the city gets to keep for city gardens. Which is pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah, and on top of that, um, it's, it's also pretty addicting. I think people are really, really into it. Um, We've actually gone from producing about, I would say, three bags of landfill trash a week um, to now just one. So we've really made a game out of it. It's amazing. And it also makes our trash smell a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so composting in our office actually started before I got here. So Gita, I want to ask you, how, how did this get started? Like, how did you turn from an office where no one composted to an office where kind of everyone's into it. There's not really any resistance. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it helps having a small office. Um, and, you know, we're kind of responsible for organizing and taking out our own trash. Um, so we're trying to think of ways to kind of reduce that interruption and in workflow, first of all. Um, second of all, we had this empty freezer space. Um, and, you know, some of us were interested in composting um, at home where we'd put stuff in the freezer, take it to the, the farmer's market um, or a Department of Sanitation site where they would pick up compost. Um, so it was a really easy sell to have people say, okay, uh, let's put you know the banana peels in this bin in the freezer. And then it became kind of a fun thing to take it down. Uh, at first we were taking it down to um, Union Square to the farmer's market there. And then uh. we discovered that um, Bryant Park, which is much closer to where we work, um, can be a nice lunch outing to take that compost. And when I think of the idea of trying to start composting in, <laughs> in like a generic office setting, it feels like there would be a lot of resistance to it. Was there, like, did you get anyone or people saying like, ah, I don't really get it, or, or like, I don't know, just like people who you had to reprimand. I'm not reprimands. Too strong a <laughs> word, but like, to just, get, like, just. to like constantly be like, you know, you know, that's compostable. Like, did you have to do something like that, or was it how? There wasn't so much resistance. I think there was a little bit of confusion on what is compostable mm. and what's not, because depending on who the receiver of the compost material is, they have different rules. There are some compost receivers, like, um, say at the farmer's market, where they don't take any meat products, for example, um, or soiled papers. Um, however, uh, the more industrial uh, strength composting programs, say, run by the Department of Sanitation, will take almost a, a wide range of things. So I just see. a little bit of education on, like, what do you put in the freezer and what should you divert to landfill? I see. And all of our compost bins, and maybe this is why, have all, like, all those bins in the freezer that we have have little sort of guidelines about what goes in and, and what is compostable and stuff. So that probably helps. Exactly. Increase the wheels a little bit. Exactly. Um, well, great. So on this episode, we are going to take you on a very short, simple journey, two blocks away, to Bryant Park, our com composting capital. 
And plus, we have a special interview uh, with the compost concierge at Bryant Park. So we begin our journey right here in the kitchen of our office with our colleague, Samantha Leroy. All right, great. So, Sammy, we're standing. Where are we standing? We're in the kitchen. We're here in the kitchen. At ERS. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. And what are we looking at? We got four, four containers here. We got, here, let's start it in the center. We got garbage. Uh-huh. Paper recycling. Uh-huh. Metal, plastic, glass. Uh-huh. And then we have our paper compost. That is the most interesting one. This is the newest member of the team. It is the newest member of the team. It used to be a second regular waste garbage receptacle. Ah, so we went from using two full trash cans of waste a week? No. Um, at, at the very least, sometimes three or four. Great. And we now are filling an entire paper composting an entire can worth of can paper compost. Correct. That's so amazing. it is amazing. Um, actually, um, when we were first setting up this system, um, one of the points of hesitation was that we did, in fact, fill the two cans that we had of garbage every week. And lovely, amazing Jordan was needing to... Um, take the garbage out at least once a week, if not twice. Um, and there was thus the movement uh, or, or, or an opinion expressed that it shouldn't be one of the garbage cans that we turn into a paper compost, but it should be, let's say, the paper recycling can that we have here. Uh-huh. However, Ribo chimed in, folks chimed in, and we said that Actually, it should be the second garbage container that becomes our paper compost because potentially we'll be cutting our, our waste somewhat, and that is actually exactly what happened. So the paper recycling, how is the paper recycling different than the paper compost? That is an excellent question, Elihu. Um, paper compost and paper recycling are different because paper compost is for food-soiled paper plates, napkins, um, sometimes we'll throw a coffee filter in there, tea bags, stuff that, that won't smell, but really paper compost is for paper goods that have been used to facilitate eating. <laughs> Food delivery vehicles. Exactly. <laughs> um, and paper recycling is for, you know, paper. <laughs> <laughs> Without the food waste. I see. So it has to be hi- higher quality or less used. Not, not, hasn't been so- soiled, as you say, but it hasn't exactly. been messed up uh, by the paper recycling. It's a little higher quality. Yes. Paper composting is like things that have, have seen, seen the world a little bit more. That's right. And is it you who, who've explained to us that it's, it's better, in fact, to, if you can, recycle paper? Mm. Yeah, probably. I think anything you can use more than once. As it's in its original intended purpose. So paper, you know, going around a second time as compostable, sorry, as uh, recycled, like, uh, paper towels, I think. It's less energy intensive, right? That's our our general understanding. You know, the energy use that went into getting it to be paper, getting the wood to be paper, it's already pretty close, you know, using it in the recycled model puts it back into paper. Right. Whereas with compost, with compost, it, then it can be composted uh, for its third use. Right. Where all the the wood pulp matter is still there, so you can still use it a third time, and right. as compost. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. 
as with so many of these things, who knows? But I think that's mm -hmm. right. <laughs> All right, that was good. Where? Oh, what do we do with the paper compost when it fills up? So um, we have this great system where um, at the end of every week, um, we pretty much fill it up by the end of the week, which is also really cool because we know much more now about how much waste we use as an office, really. Um, so anyway, at the end of the week, we'll take this bag of paper compost over to compost receptacles at Bryant Park, meaning the so city keeps specific receptacles for compost there so that folks can just drop their compost. They're in these, you know, um, brown um, garbage yeah. receptacles. And, and so that means someone in this office once a week or so pulls out this bag of paper, which is a plastic bag full of compost, right? Yep. Um, pulls that out of there, brings it down in the elevator, People get on and off the elevator, mm, then holding a bag yep. of compost paper. Yep. And they you walk it. Walk through the streets, people look at you, uh, wondering what you're uh -huh. doing with a big bag of put on a big smile. That's right. And you bring it to the to the compost booth. So once these bins fill up, we take our compost to Bryant Park. Um, our compost includes not only the soiled paper compost, um, but also regular things like banana peels and eggshells that we store in the freezer at work. Here's what that sounds like. All right, we are leaving the office, getting on the elevator. Elihu has two bags. Elihu, what are you what are you carrying? With I you? have an entire bag, like a trash bag type size, like a hefty stretch. Yeah, you want to come? <laughs> oh, Dan's just joining us for composting. <laughs> okay, so we've got a large paper compost uh, uh, bag, regular trash bag, just full of. Uh, like, I don't know, paper plates. And what else is in here, Dan? Paper plates and napkins, any paper products that have some food or soiled because those are not recyclable. Soiled. Mm. Soiled, uh-huh. And we had numpang for lunch on Wednesday, and that comes in compostable. Compostable. Like and I think their cutlery also is made of organic compostable material, uh -huh. material which is cool. So, okay. We made it downstairs. So we're walking down the street. We're on 40th and Broadway. There's lots of people. It's very hot outside. It's Friday afternoon. Dan, uh, how do you feel about taking compost down to Bryant Park? I feel good. I feel I like you you're, feel great. Yeah, it yeah, makes you feel great. Doing your part, right? Absolutely. That's how this stuff how all of this stuff feels. I hope they have stickers. Love those stickers. Me too. Feel good about not contributing to landfills. Yeah. Sometimes I just compost just to get the sticker. Yeah, that's part of it too, for sure. The stickers are All right, so we found the compost area. So what did you just dump in there, Elihu? They had like a, I don't know, a, what do you call it, clamshell container? Of like uh, like Tupperware, just like full of office compost, like just like some eggshells, some old carrots that didn't make it. Somebody got a bad batch of carrots. Bad batch. Oh, yeah, a bunch of banana peels, some old napkins. So this is just on the south side.
outside of Bryant Park and there's just some brown bins where there's composting. We found some plastic bottles mistakenly put in one, but maybe there needs to be a little bit more labeling. Um, but uh, we, we have successfully composted about, what do you say, like a week's worth? A week's worth of like 15 people in an office. Yeah. Of the amount of, you know. Oh boy. It's one, two, three, there's six containers of like, we use like, uh, you know, old clamshell bins for lettuce or spinach, like family size clamshell bins. And uh, clamshell containers of Tupperware. And we keep them all in the freezer during the week. And we brought it down here. It fits in two large tote bags. Sweet. Yeah. Let's close that bin up. Oh, yeah. So, in Bryant Park, there are these bins that you can just put compost in any time. But there is also a compost concierge, so someone who stands by bins for all kinds of waste, so recycling and compost and regular waste, and helps people sort of sort out where everything goes. Absolutely. We, we talked to Emma, and we heard some really cool things about her experience being compost concierge. Emma's my favorite. Okay, so we are fully interrupting your day. Um, well, no <laughs> can worries. you tell us, what, what, so what, what's your name and, and where are you working? My name is Emma. I am in the middle of Bryant Park right now. I am an employee of the Bryant Park Corporation, which is the organization that helps manage Bryant Park, kind of in cooperation with the city and the businesses around the park. And starting last year, I think, was the first year that we decided to have a composting program. It's because this park is such a popular lunchtime destination that we figured we would you know, save some of people's leftover lunches from going into a landfill when instead it could be, you know, being used for, it's like to help the community gardens and the parks around the city through composting. That's amazing. And so where does the compost go? So we work with the city after I put all the compost in these uh, bins that we have, the city takes them and we have a, or the city has an industrial level composting facility so that they can process all of this volume of uh, compost. We also compost, you know, like uh, like leaves and grass from uh, just from the park. So the city takes all of that, and because it's a, an industrial level facility, that means we can process things that you wouldn't be able to process in your home composting, such as like these compostable containers, compostable like bioplastic meats and bones and other things that you shouldn't do in your your home piles. We can do all of that here. Amazing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And so, so what's the reaction been like? Do people get it? Or do you do yeah. a lot of education? Yeah, I mean, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Everyone who comes up to me only has, like, compliments to say about the program, and they're all glad that we're doing it. We get a lot of people who bring compost in from home, which is great. And then, you know, also a good amount of people just sitting around the park who walk by and are interested. So that's all been really positive to to find that people are interested in it. Yeah, and and how many bins do you, so these are, how high do you say these bins are? Maybe like three, four feet? Um, three feet maybe. Yeah, yeah. So generally every day I fill these three bins, sometimes more if it's a particularly busy day. During uh, July and early August, we have like a Broadway and Bryant Park program. And at the end of those sessions, we encourage people to bring their like their picnics from watching the program over to me and then it gets pretty hectic in those times so then it's really a do you, know, do you get like up to 10 or um, seven or yeah you know, i haven't been keeping track so much of that but yeah. just 
a lot. A good amount, yeah. <laughs> then, then I stopped doing it in the bins and I just put it directly in the bags. So Got that's it. What's, and yeah. do you have companies that come? I mean, so we do this probably once a week where we, right. you know, a couple of us will come out of the office and yeah. bring all the stuff. I've had the a freezer. lot of people like you who are just trying to get their office interested in uh -huh. doing it. It's just one person who, like, kind of takes upon themselves to collect the office trash. And how did you get into this? What was your Yeah, so I am just really interested in sustainability and, you know, in, in general, like climate change, trying to figure out ways that we can be better. There's a very um, large table being moved nearby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or an umbrella. Was, they're setting up for Othello tonight. So. Oh, for Othello. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that's what I'm interested in. Next week, actually, I am moving in order to start a master's program and study like environmental policy and climate change. So I figured that this would this would, uh, would kind of be my summer to, you know, like get some more ground experience of like what people are interested in or how to like connect with people and also how to bring it back to like urban policy because that's also something that's that amazing where are you doing the degree yeah so i'm moving to england to study at imperial college uh london and i'm really excited <laughs> about it that's yeah. incredible that's yeah. so great and i feel like after doing this my thesis will probably be about like composting or parks or some sort of related thing and what what do you think is the biggest barrier to getting people to to, to i guess more? just getting the information out there a lot of people are are like excited about it but like don't necessarily know like what goes where like we see like in the bins like people will put like anything that's brown into the compost even though a lot of like you know waxy paper you can't actually compost that should be trash or just kind of trying to get people's attention so they're like hey we have this resource here for you like you should come by and check it out but some people you know they just want to walk by that's fair yeah that's fair <laughs> and, and do people do you know anything about what happens with the compost after it gets yeah used? so because it's uh, done through the city, they have like compost pickup sites where you can call them to request a bag of compost for your garden or whatever. I think actually on one of those pamphlets, uh, oh, yeah, they great. have a bunch of literature, like they explain how to get compost, but you can get it for yourself or for your community garden or anything. And then if there's le any like leftovers that people don't want, it goes to use in like the parks or community gardens and that sort of thing. So that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that's it. Well, thank you so much, Emma, for taking sure, the time to absolutely. talk. Sure, absolutely. Um, and um, how often is there someone here? You said every day, right? Every day, Monday to Friday, 1230 to 2.30. We're trying to see if we can expand the program kind of past the summer. It's going to depend on like foot, foot traffic because, you know, in the summer, I mean, in the winter, people aren't eating outside. And like that's kind of what the, the target audience that we were trying to get. But I know in the past we've set up a like a bin in the winter village that we have here for people to just drop off food scraps. So hopefully that'll be something that we continue. That's a great idea. Yeah. So 12.30 to 2.30. Every Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday until when, October? Um, as long as, yeah, I guess <laughs> the weather holds out or there's something. Or okay. Something yeah. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for taking oh, the time. Sure. I'll take this off. So that's it. Composting is fun and much easier than you might think. Give it a try at your office or home. Trash talk your friends. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This podcast was made possible by Zonditz. For more clean energy news, check out Zonditz.com. Z-O-N-D-I-T-S dot com. We received help from our friends at ERS, and our music was written and performed by Isaac Weinstein. <laughs>